episode of Common Culture Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brad Jones, normally the voice of reason on this podcast. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. How Much Water Does She Drink, DeAndre Tanner. And our third co-host couldn't make it today for us, but we do have a very special guest uh, all the way from Baltimore, a mem- new member of Delta Sigma Theta, Miss Kiera Lawrence. Ooh. So, everybody, everybody. Everybody want to say hello? Say hello to everybody. What's up, y'all? Tell me. You want to join in? I'm, I'm, you know, I like the intro. And I like how you bring your flavor in. But when did you become the voice of reasoning? Since episode and, one. And, and how much water is she drinking? I mean, that's nice, but, you know, we'll get a little bit better than that. You know, well, you know, I like, I like the style, Brad Jones. Like I said, uh, everybody, so to, topics today, we're going to talk about being black in corporate America. This can also go for anybody else that's minority in corporate America. Uh, and some of the stuff we want to talk about, i start with our special guest, and she's the guest of the show. Uh, and kind of always goes second. So just to keep normal with tradition, Miss Kiara Lawrence, my question for you is, do you feel like there's, that you, the way you were brought up, growing up in an urban culture, prepared you for corporate America? Um, absolutely not. You're used to being around people that look like you, act like you, talk like you, can understand where you're coming from, even if you're not quite sure how to articulate it to being, to have to explain yourself in a manner that someone completely different than you in every sense of the word will understand is you're never prepared for that. So no. That's it? That's all you're going to say? I mean, would you like to? I'm giving you space. I'm giving you the floor. Hey, don't don't come at our guests like that. We're going to need we're going to need more guests to come on the show. Now I'm just saying. Let the she, into she, this. she walk in here, want to talk first, like she rookie of the year MVP. I am. Woo! The cockiness is real. I am. Don't forget, I am this show. Are you? For sure. Are you? I'll say it from him. Yes. Are you? Anyway, we're not going to get off topic. We're going to get back to the topic. So we definitely will come back to that though. Okay, we will. We can come. We will. But listen, though. Did my upbringing make me prepared for corporate America? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough question, Brad Jones. Damn, damn. You should ask me this before we get on the show. I just don't want to disappoint my fans. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with her. Not really. Okay. But you know I was a little bit different than everybody else, though. I got that it factor. So I can adapt in any situation and environment. You understand what I mean? Some people can't do what I do. But did, did I guess, did you feel like the schooling that you went to, or college that you went to, or do you feel like... Nah, because when you, I hate to cut you off, when you're doing that, you're going with the flow. You're trying to stay relevant. One thing about schools and how kids operate is you have to stay cool so you won't get talked about too bad. So, like, you being corporate America, let's get real. Corporate America is corny. I'm sick of it. Not corny. I, it is corny. That vernacular, ha, 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 my name is Bob, and I'm here to let you know this. Man, shut up. I'm not trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? No. Man, that's corny. I get tired of it. If I see one more email and got a response to one more damn email, I hate it. I, I hate it, but I work there. I try to be as professional as I can. I keep it moving. So, I guess, do you think that... You got a question, Pierre? No, I was going to say, see, and let me say, clear this up. Being black in America, on in any front, in any environment, allows you to have the opportunity to improvise. That's just part of being black. You have to make do with what you have. So, in that sense, yes, 
my upbringing and my background helped me get ready for corporate America because you constantly have to do that. But in the sense of having to put on that face or that mask for eight, nine, ten hours a day, no, it would never prepare you for that because you're used to being you. But I don't think, to be honest, I don't think that's uh, only a black struggle, to be honest. No, of course not. I don't think it's only of a minority not. struggle either. I think that even some people of the majority have to put on this face that's not really them mm-hmm. for corporate America. Of course not. Um, and, and I don't think there's no way to prepare you to spend most of your day living inside of these guidelines that corporate America have, has, has de- have developed. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, um, many of us, like, we are, we kind of loud or, or boisterous. Oh, you're not loud at all. I said most of us. <laughs> and I'm not loud or boisterous. That's true. Simple majority. Why, why are you not loud or boisterous, though? So you're not really black. That's not true. <laughs> black, people, black people, humans in general, come in many shapes, sizes, colors, and volume levels. Ooh, you you got you got real questions on that and volume levels. Cause you on a cause you on a high in a volume. I'm right? not like, high at all. I'm very mellow. No, you got that. Are you Malcolm Extra? <laughs> <laughs> so you would not be on the show again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a hater. Okay. So so yeah. So I think that like I think nothing prepares you to 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 put on this face for eight hours a day. Even in school, like in school, you're probably there from like nine to two or nine three, and you still around your friends, people that you feel comfortable with, no matter what race or nationality are. You know, these are people that you grew up around. Y'all have the same likes, dislikes, same kind of culture. Whereas you go to corporate America, you blend people from every different walk and facets of life. You got the people that come from well-to-do families, people that come from low-income families. You got people that come from come from. Uh, Ethnic backgrounds, people that come from Caucasian backgrounds. You got people that are international. So you try to blend all these people together. You try to make these framework for everybody to be polite and to work with them. However, it turns out every nobody's being 100% them true selves at that point. They're being 80 or 90% of it and, and trying to stay within the guidelines that's been. And that's when formed. it comes down to like after work functions, happy hours or lunches and stuff like that. People. I'll say people of color don't want to go half the time because we're tired of putting on that face. We want to take a deep breath and breathe and be ourselves for a minute. But when you don't go to those events, you're looked at negatively or not as a team player because you don't want in your head. You just don't want to have to continue to put on your your politically correct face or your political. That's the reason why you don't go to that voice. I do go. But I forced myself to go. Early in your career, you had to. It's about survival. Maybe later in my career, then I'd be like, no, I'm not coming. Shit. I ain't going. I don't like most of them at my job. I don't care if they heard the <laughs> podcast either. I don't like y'all. Point blank, period. You ain't well, going to fire I, me because I've been there for four years. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> like a lot of people that I work with. However, just like, because I like you don't mean that I'm going to want to come because I know I still have to put that face on. At the end of the day, you're still my coworker, so I don't want you to look at me, you know, in a bad light or think that I'm this ghetto, loud, ratchet, hood rat girl, you know, eat at work. That's okay. not me. I guess so. I'm, I'm happy you clarified it, though. You said at work because I think majority that come from these urban areas enjoy going to the trap, going like... No, of course, music. but... I separate my work life and my personal life. Like, if you know me outside of work, you know I'm not the same person that I am when I'm about my business. Uh, okay. So, I like to keep that line clearly defined. So, if I know I'm not going to hang out with you outside of work, then I'm going to be the same person I am at work outside of work. If we just happen to be, like, at a work happy hour or something like that. Because at the end of the day, it's still work-related. 
Okay, I'm about to put both y'all on the spot. Come on. Same question. Here. Okay. I want to hear your voice. I'm both you guys' supervisor. I'm going to be Tom. Okay. And I want to hear uh, y'all work voice. Or what do y'all say when Tom asks you something at work? Brad, how, how was your weekend? How was your wife and the baby? So I'm preference this by giving a, give, giving a scene. First of all, if anybody at work ever asks me how's my weekend, they get the same answer no matter how my weekend really was. <laughs> like, like, like that's just a generic. Hey, how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. Everything was fine. Everything was good. Everything was okay. <laughs> if I could have had the worst of weekend, I could have lost my car. I could have I could have flat, flat tire. I could have you know walked walked a mile in the rain. How's your weekend? All oh, was fine. It was good. Oh, what'd you do? You know, I hung out with a couple friends. Went to see my family. Um, prepared for the baby, and. That's it. That, bro. That's the funny thing about it. I just said thing, kind of. Because if I told him what I really did, yeah. I went to the trap, threw three dollars on this stripper, on that booty. Yeah. They look at me like, what? Yeah, it's real out here in the streets. But also, and I think as a black person, it's also kind of awkward to you can't say like, oh yeah, what you do, man? I took my homies and we got drunk, we kicked it, we was playing spades, you know. Then as opposed to somebody saying, oh, I had. I had a terrible weekend. I got so hammered. That seems to be accepted. But if I say, because we don't say hammered, we say fucked up. <laughs> see, see, this is what I'm saying. Why we can't just say fucked up? First of all, who finna be at work talking about, yeah, I was so fucked up last weekend in your cube? Nobody's doing that. Just in case y'all missed it, then I go to that Baltimore accent that she just gave you. I don't have an accent, thanks. And, and now to and you. I'm not from Baltimore, no, to clarify. No, no, no. Now I want to hear how you talk to Tom. Because you do have an accent, Join. I, I do not have an accent. You and do. I don't necessarily switch up my voice at all. Like, I'm t- the way I'm talking to y'all is the way I talk at work. Now, I might use a more proper grammar. Let me hear proper grammar. Let me hear it. I, I can't do it. Just switch it on. You like read the dictionary every day? No, I do not. But, like, I'm not going to use a lot of ain'ts. I'm not going to use Ebonics or, you know, African-American vernacular in front of them because they're probably not going to understand. See. They don't know what shady means. They don't know what messy means. Whoa, they don't know what, they know what tur- tur- twerking is. They don't all know what turnt or twerking is. Like, well, we like you have to jobs. adjust for your audience. I got more black people than I, I do. Job. I ain't going to lie. I don't. It's yeah. me and Brad. And Mark. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Mark Don. What up, baby? You know what I'm saying? Still hold you down. You know what I'm saying? But I think I don't know. I just think that you don't have to you don't have to switch up who you are totally, especially the way you speak. You just have to adjust the audience. If you know that they don't understand certain slang terms, especially if it's an older colleague, no matter what the age, you know, no matter what the race is. You you can't use certain words because they're not gonna know what it means. So it's just adjusting the audience. You don't necessarily have to change who you are and, and how you speak about what you did this weekend. Like if I I went to trap karaoke and everybody asked me what I did this weekend. I went to karaoke and I had a great time. We had so much fun. I sang this rap song and blah blah blah. I'm not gonna tell them what the song is, but I'm gonna tell them that I sang on trap karaoke on stage at the house. So of so so my thing is number one, I was there. And I didn't see you. Number two, you weren't paying attention because I was on stage. We'll talk about that out there. Okay. Number two. Why can't you say trap karaoke? They need to know the culture. Because they don't know what trap is, and I'm not going to sit there and explain it to them. So are you saying you don't want to explain it to them because it's going to be a longer process, or they might look down on you, or you feel like they're going to fire you? Because like no, I said, I don't wanna... y'all ain't fired me I'm yet. Say we'll fire me. They, they wouldn't That's fire. what I'm talking about. Give me... They wouldn't fire you for it, but like, I don't think it's relevant to their life. Yeah, 
exactly. Like, I'm not gonna ask you who is Bon Jovi and explain <laughs> to me what songs he like. I don't bon know. Bon Jovi, Honestly, hard. I don't really care. But damn, I'm not gonna, I mean, like, I honest, I can't name one song. You by do bon know Jovi. we got some Bon Jovi listeners out here. I mean, that's nice. I mean, I like. I play rock band. No disrespect to Bon Jovi. For like a couple months, but uh, so Bon Jovi was on there. So he got he got that one song that's kind of cool. But I don't can't tell you his catalog. Like exactly. if Bon Jovi's coming concert, I'm not going to Bon Jovi concert. If I tell you, I'm singing Trina, look back at me. Like I'm not I'm not gonna tell them. But low key, they be listening to that. It, it was a rap song. They don't all. They be listening to that. They be listening to Kendrick. Well, a lot of my coworkers yeah. listen to country. My music, boss ain't so. listening to it. No, she ain't. What she listening to? She probably listening to uh, country. I don't know if it's a country, something, something, something that I I could tell you, but I don't know what it is to tell you what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, if I, had I heard to, about it, I don't know what that is. I had to explain who Diana Ross was to one of my colleagues. Diana Ross, like one of the, arguably she, the biggest. She overrated. No, she's not. She don't overrated. disrespect her. She, she, Do not disrespect she her. Not the she paved the way, okay? Not, okay. Well, she overrated. Like, if I had to explain to you who Diana Ross is, like, you might not be able to name a song or her catalog, but just knowing who she is, and she's probably just, in my opinion, so, not just as big as Michael So, what's Jackson. the first thing you think about when you hear Diana Ross? Tracy Ellis Ross? No. Her, her daughter all popping than she is. No. I'm okay. coming out. I mean, she's she's got umpteen songs. Umpteen she's songs. Like, the Wiz. She's Diana Ross. Like you don't have to. That's her. Her name speaks for itself. You don't even need to know none of her songs. That's like saying Michael Jackson. It's to me that's the same category. So if I had to explain that, you wait, we're not gonna get to that. We're bringing you on the music topic <laughs> because you ain't gonna disrespect Mike Jack. First of all, nobody disrespects my ass. Moonwalk this morning. That's fine. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I never did. <laughs> but I need to hear that. That's fine. I like you on the show. I oh wait, time you. out. I'm not trying to throw shade at our other calls. Because she going to listen to me like, he always throwing shade. I like you on the show. You, you, you're you okay. You need a little bit more tulich. I'm great. You, know? mm-hmm. you need a little so more wait, work. So wait, so do, do y'all think that we should have to adapt to this? No. So you think everybody should just come, come to work as they yeah. via church? Supposed to all come as you are? Yeah. Okay, so so mm-hmm. I have a question. But then I think... I think I disagree. It, I disagree too. What's, why do you think so? You, you have to adapt because again... Part of working as a team is knowing who you're working with. Not You don't have to explain everything to them and expect them to understand you. You should come to work as your authentic self, but at the same time, you have to know what you're there what, for what and a- what the setting is. Every time isn't always a time to talk about you know what you did this weekend or your issues nah. with your family and stuff like that. That I you would talk to with them. I mean, but right, but, I mean you, you should have be able to, to explain it at the cooler talk. Still do your work. I'm 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 from school of the work getting done. But that's true. But a question though. So like the same way in the in our culture in our our urban like ambiance of people like we still expect people to adapt to to different situations. If I take you to Mastros, for example, I don't want you to act the same way you act the Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need you to adapt to the surroundings of your situation. You got to adapt to whatever surrounding you want. I, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're right, saying. And you can do that without changing your I authentic self. I got okay. an example for you. Remember we went out to, um, what's that wine place we went to? Cooper's Hawk. With, with one of our homies and his brother. And his brother. Remember that? Homies and brothers. Who we? One, one of our homies and his brother to Cooper's Hawk. And his brother, his brother was Lil OC. Oh, 
See, now, because that was for your wife's birthday. That's what I'm saying. But he, he, Shout he out to Sam Jones and that baby. He couldn't adapt. He couldn't adapt to that. But see, okay. Now, here's the thing. I get what you're saying. And I can agree with it from your standpoint. But also, he's going to look like, why do I have to adapt? What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you, but you need to adapt to your environment. And that goes with anything. So, but my thing is, you're not. Good. I, I'm not trying to argue to argue, but I'm just saying, if you talk to somebody in that way, and this is what's wrong is some of our like black communities because you have some families that have somebody that's professional, there's some that just stay where they're at. But what I'm saying is, his standpoint is, why don't I adapt to their environment? Shouldn't they adapt to mine. Right? Exactly. And, and that's a valid argument. And I I'm just saying. And I totally mm -hmm. agree with that. I totally agree with that standpoint. Be you shouldn't have to. But in the present day and where we are, like you, you have to. It's no different than again the way you talk to your girlfriend's parents versus the way you talk to your girlfriend or her friends or your friends. You adjust to your audience. Okay. You can't say certain things and expect people to understand when they're not a part of that culture or they didn't grow up in that environment or whatever. You just, you can't. Because. That's just knowing your audience. But see, okay, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to sound like an idiot when I say this, but we all, who found this country? So they brought their language here, right? So the like, it, huh? The Spanish? Not the Spanish, but you know what I'm saying. Lord. You know, white folks, they bring their English and their proper grammar. But Chris Cornell was Spanish. I don't talk found it. The Indians were really here already, but whatever. That's well, the topic. Well, at any rate. That's the topic. But, but, you, but you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. If our language, mm -hmm. as she said earlier, what you say, Ebonics, was the proper English. Yeah, they have that for that. Do you see what I'm saying? But it's not. Because the majority, like, anything. So why we can't revolt? Because anything in this world is, in the world, my world, I should say, anything in the U.S. is basically based off of majority. We vote for a president. We vote for the stuff and majority rule, majority wins. So, so no, 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 I get what you're saying, and, I, and I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I'm saying is, from that person's standpoint, they're looking at it like that, and I can agree with them. And you be like, hey, you gonna do, you gonna do what you want to do. It's up to me. Do I want to be associated with it? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not that person that don't want to be associated with somebody because they're being who they are. Because I be who I am. It depends. It depends. If you embarrass me because of who you are. Then I don't really associate with you. Embarrassing me is but at the everybody end of the day, embarrassing level is different. No, embarrassing me is it's talking about me in public. If he just being himself being extra loud and not talking about me, that's not embarrassing me. But at the end of the day, you do not have to change who you are to change how you're speaking to someone. You don't have to. Nobody the way that Brad sees me is the same way that some of my Caucasian colleagues at work see me. I'm mm -hmm. the same person. I'm just not going to talk to you in the same manner. But but this person didn't even adapt to like how like the dress style was at this dinner. Well, that's different. You but, know, but, that's but, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's levels to the shit. He might not have known no better. Like he was cussing loud. Yeah. At this and some people don't turn it down for nothing. And that's like, what I'm so do you respect some people that don't do that? That's the question. I'm though. still gonna respect you regardless. You're a human being. So like, if you had somebody who didn't turn it down, couldn't adapt, would you take them to a very nice restaurant for dinner? I mean, you, I might, might, I ain't going to take them there. But, <laughs> but I'm going to take them where they're most comfortable. Because usually nine times out of ten, they're not comfortable in that environment because they know that nobody else is, you know, is like them, well, I guess, in that kind of environment. So they would be uncomfortable I, anyway. So I ain't going to take them there. I, I would say this. If you took him out 
and just one-on-one. I don't think he would be that loud. But since it was a group, see, like, certain people get excited when they have the group parties and they want to turn just, up. Just, just raise your hand. Just to say you. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying he did it too. True. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying only you, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, what I, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Like, it's people that's like me. But I was still myself, but wasn't it on 10 like that. Because, like, okay, I can say a different level of embarrassment. If I get loud, loud in public with him, as him being my friend, he's not going to like that. So if I know that, what type of friend am I to do that? Right. And then his wife really not gonna like that. But mm-hmm. she looking like, Tiny, you being so loud. And she gonna tell you about it. She gonna tell you about it. And she'll get right. upset. So then if I make her upset, he's upset. You but, can't it's break just, the chain. but it's so much more than just being loud. It's about again, like being yourself. Period. It's being socially like, aware of your surroundings. You know? Exactly. Uh, that and that's all it comes uh, down to. That's I, all I, it comes down to. I think I'm Malcolm Extra everywhere I go. You are, and that's fine. You can be that. You can be that to whoever. Exactly. You know. I don't see it. You you can't approach your. I mean, you see it. I'm not gonna disagree with you. I don't not know if you to be a liar, except for when you talk about the show, and not tell the truth about how good I am. Then you lie. So let's go back to your original comment. I don't lie. I'm gonna (laughs) gonna edit the last part out. So don't don't edit that. Don't you do that. But yeah, uh, I don't know if you to lie. So I mean, if you see it, that's fine. But it's the truth. Okay. So, but yeah. But I, I mean, I, I I still think that we we as humans need to be able to adapt to different situations. Exactly. And us, but being minorities, we have to do more adapting because we're not the majority. Like majorities, exactly. Get, and get to call the rules, like they call the shots. Now, don't equate that with not expecting equality. Yeah. That's different. That's different. Totally different. You should always expect equality. You should always expect to be treated the same. But, like, going back to when we were role-playing, like, ask me how my weekend was, and I'm going to give you two different ones. <laughs> did did so, he ask you that? No, we did not get to me. Go ahead. You're supposed to ask, because you asked me, so go ahead. Go ahead. Ask me how my weekend was. I'm going to give you the first one. You'll give me the first one? Mm-hmm. Kara, how was your weekend? It was great. You know, I went out with some friends. We went to a couple of bars and then we just hung out and got something to eat afterwards. So it was great. That's okay, now ask me again. Kara, how was your weekend this weekend? Yeah, it was lit. We went to Municipal this weekend. We went to Chicago um, Cinco de Derby day party. They was lit. Then we went to Harold's afterwards and got a couple um, a couple chicken boxes like it was lit. I should have came because we was in there turned up. I don't see nothing wrong with that. But you can't come to everybody like that. I don't see that the wrong because they're not gonna know what you're cool. talking about. But not even race related. If I was talking about mama, not I would, right. exactly. I would go mama number two. I give her number one. Exactly. With a little bit different flavor. But your mama, you give your, your, your mama number one. Number one was a little different flavor because she was. Man, I'm giving my mama number two. Mom, that joint was rocking. It was lit. Your but boy, TTL, because you. that's the relationship that you have with your mama. I'm, I have that relationship with my mom, so I will come at her with the number two. But I'm not I'll gonna. Give but my, but my two, grandma, I'm giving her the number one. <laughs> Ooh, my grandma, I'm giving her the number one. She don't know what lit means. She don't know what a chicken box is. She don't know what none of that stuff is. She like what, huh? So that's why you gotta explain her the culture so she can know. But you're adjusting for your audience. If she just asked you what your weekend was, we don't need to break down the the black vernacular. We don't need to do that. We just need to tell you how the weekend was. Especially when it's not something applicable to your life. Point. Like, 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 somebody, grandma, they they can care less what lit is. Like, by the time they fail with Lydia, it's going to be time to be out of this month. Exactly. So there's a time (laughs) and a place for everything. Now, if someone comes and asks me, Kira, what does shady mean? 
then I'm going to tell them. But if we're just having a conversation, I'm not going to say it for the simple fact that I don't have time to explain what that means. So, I, I, this, I guess this is a little off Not for water cooler talk, now. But, like, at y'all desk, though, like, so we're not talking about, we're talking about changing. So, like, your mindset at work is, you know, you naturally adapt and naturally change your vernacular to mm-hmm. match the scenario. But in your headphones at work, what I'm you got listening to chat music all day because I need something to keep me in the mindset to deal with these headphones at work. You, you want me to call my? I bump trap. I got speakers in my computer. Listen, when I'm having a bad day, <laughs> you will do that odd job. Mm. Listen, yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. You'll find your way out. You will. Damn, <laughs> they gonna fire me over listening to some music? They're not gonna fire you, but they will isolate you probably to the point where you want to be fired. Isolate? <laughs> they gonna move me to the back? To the basement, probably. Damn, y'all got a basement at y'all job? We sure do. I got like 52 buildings. Okay, now he throwing out, but he throwing in my face how much money he made. I got 52 buildings. But like, listen, when I feel like, like if I'm having a bad day at work, by lunchtime, I'm going to Popeye's. I'm going to get me my my $5 box. I'm going to sit in my car with the air on, car running, with trap music blasting, just so I can get the mind frame back to coming in after lunchtime. Like... Because I need that escape. I need that escape. That's a bad place. We need to just hit this lotto because your morale is just being sucked by this job. Well, finance will do that to you. But (laughs) it it, it just is what it is. Finance and accounting will do that to you. It's a very rich They probably don't have them issues in HR or something. But yeah, I mean, because like in my, like, I got my headphones on. Sometimes I turn my vibe a little bit down because it be coming out my, mm-hmm. it be bleeding out. And I'm like, I don't even want y'all because sometimes the headphone might slip out a little bit. Right, and then I ain't gonna I'll be blasting. I'll be blasting all types of Cardi B. So I had one night I was working late. I just turned my computer down. You know, I didn't close it out. Just close it down. I came the next day, plugged it in, turned it on. The music still playing. Why days love me? You and Hennessy came on, blasting, blasting over everybody. I wish I was there that day. I was like, oh. Somebody's like, what's that? I was like, I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> it was a YouTube commercial. So you telling me your people at, at your job don't know who the Migos are? They don't know who Quavo is? Some don't. If you a 60-year-old white person. If you a 67-year-old white person. If you a 60-year-old person, like, we got somebody that work out a job named Bill. Bill may know who the Migos are. He may have heard a song, but he might not know the, the group. Right. He going to dance to him because it's got a good beat. Yeah. Tap his foot, shake his head a little bit. But that's it. You know you already, you already know the Migos worldwide, baby. But if you 80 years old, you kill us with Migos up. Listen, if you've had a... So wait, y'all got a lot of old people at y'all job? Yes. God damn. Y'all want to come work for us? Shit. You said you didn't get paid the money, so I ain't really trying to get paid. Well, I mean, there are people that have been where we work for 40 plus years. Like, literally their whole career from high school to the end of their yeah. career. I went to a 50, I went to a 50, like, anniversary for somebody starting a company. Hey, Brad Jones, you snitched on the mic saying I didn't get paid no money, but that's a good Ooh. one to snitch, dog. <laughs> Message, I need to get them dollars. Hey, I'm going to quit next week. Lena. Not next week. I'm going to quit and help you, help you with the baby. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to be a good friend to you. That's not me, a friend. Remember some money in Not a living home <laughs> nanny. He don't want me to watch the baby by myself. He said he's scared that... I would be could... scared too. Oh, why? Because of me? Yeah. You a hater. I brought you on this show. No. You can't watch my kids. You kids pregnant? Come... No. How much water are you drinking? You know what? Look <laughs> on here, Bradshaw. I mean, no. I mean, listen. This is be a fence. I, I, I get what you all saying, though. Seriously. We just got two different work environments. We do, got and more, you have to adjust accordingly. I got more Afro-Americans that work with me. More people that's in my age bracket. 
And even the white and people that are white, they're like. Let's white note Hispanics. this. Where do you work? Geographically, where do you work? Geographically. Right downtown. Downtown what? Chicago. And we work where? In North Suburbs. We don't work in Southwest Wisconsin. Yeah, basically Southwest Wisconsin. Totally different. Ge- geographic and demographic of people. Yeah. Well, well, time out. You're not gonna bash Wisconsin because you really from. I'm Baltimore. not saying I'm not from Baltimore. She's from Virginia, right? The I'm DMV. not from. You know what? Where you from? Where you from? You from somewhere that's To DMV y'all, area? the DMV is the, the DMV. Department of Motor Vehicles. I'm about to say that's what these places is at. I am from Maryland. We are gonna keep it at that. So wait, the D is Delaware. No, it's DC. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Delaware. I don't know if they I'm consider that West. part as a Delaware is part of the tri-state area. I don't know. But well, well, before we move on, can you explain something to our listeners? Mm-hmm. What's a John? A John is whatever you want it to be. I you do. a John, I'm a John, he a John. He a John? Them so keys a, a John. A John. A John is whatever you want it to be. The mouse is John. The computer is a John. You a John. So wait, I'm a nap? <laughs> John, Mo. It's, it's all, it's all the same. What y'all saying, Chicago? <laughs> What's the nap? What's the nap y'all use here? Joe? Not for what? A Joe. Is nah, that Joe. That's, a person. that's a person. But we don't say no. Joe. Joe as like, yeah, that's a person. It's a noun. What do y'all use for a noun? None. Y'all, have, got, y'all gotta use have something. If you can't nothing. think of what something is called, what do you call it? That? This? No. no. The thing? No. <laughs> You're not Stole, calling a person. Stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Painting. Y'all got a word. I'll figure it out. No, yeah. Yeah, drawing. So you call it like people body parts joining so no since we going through the wait, 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 you just said joint could be anything though i mean it can but you, that's not common that's not common. but john is, that's not. john is usually a girl but a john can literally be anything like pass me that john right there mm. like it could be anything we just say pass me that right there see no that's <laughs> stupid. i just came up with a new topic for common culture what's that the different culture slangs in like different cities. We gotta talk about that. For next time. But no, since we're on time, I got one question though. Never trying okay. to figure this out. Because Wale say it all the time. What does Geechee mean? Geechee? Like. Is it Gucci? I wouldn't necessarily say Gucci because Gucci is like you good, you cool, or whatever. Geechee can be like fly, like. Ah, dry. You Geechee. Charlize. No, let it go. No, we're, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Hey, now. I swear to God, every woman guest on this show hates on my style. Because it Do you know who my like, uncle, my don't uncle sound is? Like, I don't care who your uncle Stevie is. Stevie J. That's fine. You know, I've met two people. You're the second person I've met that said I'm Stevie J's nephew. And I'm like, okay. Even if you were actually Stevie J's nephew, I would still look at you like, okay. See you, you tripping because I ain't give you no, I ain't take you to Burger King. Did you? I yeah. don't even like Burger King. Sometimes. You don't like this Whopper without cheese? No, I'm good. That's a man to put money. I'm good. We <laughs> gonna get back to the voice of reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess so. We're talking about corporate America, right? So I guess if besides just the vernacular and how you go about your day to day, being a millennial in corporate America, do you feel like it's changing? Like why you why you in it, or do you feel like a lot of old stuff is still sticking around? Um, it's a little bit of both. I think culture-wise, the culture shift is changing towards the millennial, you know, the working from home, the work-life balance being a, more of a priority and collaboration and, and technology and things like that. 
that's definitely shifting towards the millennial quote-unquote style of culture but from a quote-unquote the ways we work and how we get things done and the level of bureaucracy that's definitely still stagnant it's not keeping up with the times at all it's very very much lagging behind and i hate that it drives me crazy you don't need to get seven eight nine approvals to get one thing done like at the end of the day the top person is the one that matters so go straight to him we don't need all the different levels of approval to get don't done. it shouldn't that. take a week to order something that's that's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. So I think it's lagging. How many people you CC on the email? One, the one that matters, and that's it. Unless unless I absolutely need to include three or four people, like if we're on a committee or something like that. But other than that, no, I'm not CCing all those people. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? You hate being CC or you hate CCing people? I hate emails. Period. No email me. I just want to go to work. Act like I'm working. Not act like, <laughs> act like I'm working. <laughs> I work though. Do you? I do work. I just wholeheartedly don't believe that you do. I think you that person that be standing by people's cubes, talking shit all day. I do that. And then go back to your desk, act like you did something for two minutes, look up as lunchtime, you ain't lunch, you take an extra half hour, and you come back, and you doing the same thing, sitting at the cube, talking shit, come back, check your email, oh, ain't nothing there, then go back and talk some more shit. I got right And then you look up and it's five o'clock. I work. I work. I mean, you probably do. I mean, you do work. I obviously got a job for four years, so you got to do something right. Yeah. So, so I guess this is this, this is more of a question for Kira though, because I don't think guys really go through this. We do it a little bit, but not too much. Well, well, why you got special questions just for us? What my special question at? Bro, do you not love women friends? You you just don't respect them. Do you? Well, clearly I'm the only woman sitting here, so it must be a, a woman so, oriented. Yeah, it's a woman oriented question. So are you? So as a, as a Always African American woman, woman who changes her hair. Do you find it weird? That could be a bad question. Or do you get question? Do you get questions about like, oh, what did you do your hair? How Absolutely, you I've gotten. Oh, it's changed. Like literally, it's, it's changed? changed. Like looking at me and saying it's changed, as if my head is an inanimate object that's not attached to me. <laughs> like I've I've gotten the whole gamut of it. Or, oh, you did something different this time. Like, what is something different? I just took my weave out. You knew my hair didn't grow 18 inches in a day. You oh, that is hilarious. Or, oh. I mean, literally so much as, like, right now I have my natural hair. And two weeks ago, I had, a, you know, I had a sewing in. And someone stopped me in the hallway. Wasn't your hair just long, like, last week? And I'm like, yeah, it was. And I just leave it at that because there's no need. There's no point in even explaining. It's kind of annoying. And it's definitely a microaggression. Like, don't, you got, like, Little to no room for to not be a racist. Put it that way. Like very, very. I close. think it's I, a fine line. I think one of the rules that you need to explain to people um, that don't know it is that you shouldn't touch somebody's hair. Oh no! Somebody did that. I'm automatically calling HR. Don't do that. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Period. But don't touch my hair. Like oh, that's so nice. They get, to, they get to touching your hair. <laughs> no, yeah, like don't do that. One time that happened at a social event. You were actually there, and it happened so fast that I didn't have time to really process it because we were. I was in the midst of two different conversations. But if we were like. In a in a smaller social setting, I might have smacked her hand away because I don't don't touch my hair. Why would you? And she pet me like not even like a, I just want to feel what your hair tastes like. Like <laughs> feels like 
you you pet me like but a little do you, puppy. Do you think the person was intentionally being rude, or do you think they just no? Didn't because know I know the character of this person, so I know that she wasn't being rude. But at the end of the day, like I'm not touching your hair, so don't touch mine. So is it up to us to educate people to say these are absolutely? I, one of my mentors said, if you don't set your boundaries, because otherwise someone will set them for you, and I think that goes that applies to a lot of things, but it applies to that as well. So how does it apply to a guy? Okay, few things I gotta say. Ain't nobody number touching one, here. Number one, when you said the weave uh, comment, mm. hilarious. I HR lady, she's white. She'll come in and see somebody got some new weave. Cause it's funny how like, you know, the black girls out of short hair today would throw some weave in there. Somebody's birthday, it's all big. It's just to see their face be like, damn, like what the hell? <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Like. It's hilarious to me. But to get back to the boundaries, as you said, once again, I agree with what you're saying. Don't touch me. But how they're raised. They don't have no personal awareness of they, space. Per, so, per, personal space personal is different. Space Culturally, between like yeah. different cultures have different levels of personal <clears throat> space. And, and I don't want to offend nobody, but some people that are not black. They like to do a little touch and they feel like nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, okay, you're not aware of what how I do, how me and my people do in our culture. And I'm not aware that y'all really into that touch and touch stuff. Like Right, and they don't Especially touching the same sex. Like, like <laughs> you know that it's not malicious. So in my in my head I'm like, I know you didn't mean nothing by it, but you yeah. have to just like I'm aware of how you know how I know that it wasn't malicious. You should know that I don't want you to do that. Because yeah. if I ain't doing it to you, don't do it to me. So, I mean, in, in man's standpoint, so, I think the culture thing now is to have that curly hairstyle. You got it, it's just natural. You don't use a sponge, right? Mm-hmm. I'm dead, not the sponge. So, uh, I always used to get like a little short joint, remember? Short joint, whatever. But, you know, now everybody getting like hair on their head. I mean, this is getting full locks these days, like straight. That's 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 real questionable though. Like, don't put on as a dude, don't put on fake hair in your head. No, nah, I'm saying they get it, they or, LeBron, or yarn or whatever you want to put in your LeBron head. LeBron did it, right? LeBron, got, LeBron got oh, for, no, he got that little bees. I don't know what he got going on on top of his head, but his hair came back out of nowhere. He got them transplants. Um, he got the transplants. Yeah, got too. They took yeah. they took his ass hair and put it on his head. His what? His ass. That where you think the hair comes from? Your armpit. The back of your neck. It ain't come from the back. Is it? Because then where the hair from back there go? This don't leave. It's like Bosley. You see people throw, with always on common culture, mm-hmm. neck and booty topics. They took, anyway. they took his ass hair, put it on his head. But no, though. I mean, you uh, <laughs> you grow your hair. You know what I'm saying, right? And then uh, you throw the sponge in. Where y'all work, that might not be accepted. See, and it's crazy because I know so many women that are so self-conscious about changing their hair at work. They will literally pay to get their hair done for a weekend and take it out before Monday so they don't have to answer those questions. And I used to be that way, but I don't care no more. Like, See? You know, I, that's part of suppressing who you are, and you shouldn't have to do that at work. I I'm coming my- to work whether I got pink hair, purple hair, and especially when I see some of my counterparts who have pink hair and purple hair and nose rings and things like that. And it's okay for them. That's acceptable. That's edgy or whatever for them. But if we do it, it's kind of, no, I'm not changing who I am and what I look like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not coming in there with a pink mohawk to, you know, to work in 
as a finance person, but at the end of the day, like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I appreciate I used to care about that, but I pay too much money. But, I mean, I do appreciate the company I work for because, like, it stay true to the roots. Cause, like, we have a African-American president, and he got a crowd warrior back, and he's like, uh, gotta keep his brushing down. Crowd warrior back. You know what I'm saying? I said, whoa, where this nigga come from? You know what I'm saying? For real. But, uh, he also wear a do-rag when he get off his bike. You know what I'm saying? He got a hole in the middle of the do-rag. <laughs> it's weird, though, right? Why you hope? I don't know. And then when he throw it on, he throw it on like this, I be crying laughing because I'm like, this dude is a president. He knows Obama. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like for real. Like, but it gives you like motivation that like, you can still be someone to yourself. No, like, you know I, I don't think you should change who you are for any place, anything. I think you should alter who how you present yourself depending on your surroundings. I mean, and, it, and it's getting to like white people as well. Like you uh saying that Robert Kraft like he don't say no means well uh if people don't let him wear sneakers it means. Mm-hmm. He wear gym shoes all everywhere now, he said. Robert Kraft? Yeah. Cause Robert Kraft got Robert Kraft money. He, he can wear he, he can come in that bitch naked if you Yeah, <laughs> but but some people that still got his money probably don't want to do business with him. We're like, okay, fine. I think Who finna not do business with Robert Kraft? I'm just saying what I heard. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I think that's crazy. They don't let us wear gym shoes at. We do. I wear every day. Ah, that's no, what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. But that's just a woman. Though. I wear gym shoes at work. Because I'm looking like I feel like guys got a little more leeway with that. No, I think we wear gym shoes. I think we wear gym shoes at work. I mean, I think could. At our Especially job, it's a lot more casual. But if I was working like downtown in one of those banks or something like that, no, nah, banking ain't going for that though. Mm-hmm. Banking gets you suited to the booty. Exactly. See, I think they should change that too. I think too. So I don't stuff. make enough money to come in there. Yeah. Yeah, for real, for real, like, but uh. You yeah, know, with that head topic, I can't grow my. I want to get dreadlocks, but that, but that process <laughs> though, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. So like, but we ain't got I'm time about for to get it though. Some locks, but I just, I need yeah. more time. Like, you, you remember? I just said my joint long, mm-hmm. and people, they was giving me looks. I don't think you should get locks. Your head too big. My joint back there, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm gonna get the dreadlocks. You he know got saying? a football player head, y'all. Yeah, I got a football, and a football player. player neck body. <laughs> A body. No. <laughs> I got a guy like You said a boy with a neck. He don't have. He has a football player neck. It's a thick neck. Football players got them meaty necks. You wow. got one too. How you gonna come on my show talking trash about me? I'm just saying, y'all have football players have big necks. We gonna kick off this show right now. <laughs> she talking about me and you. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, now she can up. talk about me, but she can't talk about any NFL like, roster right now. We got football player money. And I guarantee you, <laughs> the they, weight. Canada League, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, like, remember I just said my joint, like, that front, they was looking mm-hmm. at me crazy. They was like, like looking at me crazy. Right? I was going to get it lined up. So soon as I got a cut. <gasps> you got a haircut. You think, motherfucker? Yeah. Ooh, damn. Mama Jones, please. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use that word. But you know what I'm saying. But yeah, though. You know, so, I don't think, I think this is a natural one, two, keep it low. Ball head, you know what I'm saying? Fade, whatever, keep it low. I mean, for men, I think that that's acceptable. And in corporate America, it's definitely acceptable. Like, I've seen African-American men not get jobs because of they had locks. Or, or some it, it, it be that cult, culturally called unkempt hairstyles, which is some bullshit in my opinion. But It shouldn't be that way, but, you know, I'm tired of, uh, you know, going to the standards of co- uh, corporate America. 
So I need all y'all listeners to keep listening so we get some sponsorships so we can quit these jobs. For real. You know what? That's that's real. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I'll tell y'all that. Help us help you. Because the more y'all come listen to us, we got to quit then we get y'all more product. That's real. True, you know what I'm saying? We got more time to the show. <laughs> we can get y'all make two shows. Honestly. Exactly. Man, we can get y'all show every day. At least most of the people in, in our generation, like young black millennials in corporate America, most of them are just using this to get the experience. Not not just the experience, but the income to A, live the lifestyle that you want to live or are used to living, and B, to get where they want to go as far as entrepreneurship or, or what have you. Like, and very then, few, at least of my friends... Want to do this forever? Right. I know I don't. And the men get the job, so they can say they got a good job to get some women. Uh, you know what? Goodness. Maybe he's doing it to live. You ever thought about to to get women to too. accomplish some goals? Get women. They I'm women. Here, I'm in the count. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You still don't know. You I mean, I think that is the motivation of guys, the single guys, to have enough money to at least take the girl out, so they can know that they can I provide. Mean, yeah, blah, that's blah, the Because you ain't dating nobody that work at Burger King. Maybe I have, maybe I have. I'm talking about now. <laughs> We're not talking about back in the day when you were 16. <laughs> I'm dead. That was only like seven years ago. So, Wait, how? Nah, close enough, yeah. So, so I guess this is this is kind of like my final final question that we're going to get into something else to end the show out. This is a little different this time. But do you remember back in the day if somebody used their white voice or they was acting too smart? You call it like being fake or being mm-hmm. bougie or something like that? Bougie. At what point did that change to where like where you we everybody can understand that you had to do this stuff in order to succeed. I don't think it ever did. So you think you think people still consider it fake? Absolutely. It just depends on the person and depends on what they recognize as you having to do it. Like, I guess if I if I see somebody using a proper voice that they normally don't use, I don't consider them being fake at that point. I consider them adapting to if, if they're in a different scenario than right. Myself. Like if you we at the family cookout and you still talking like that, like okay, right. she's doing the most right now, yeah. like and we know she ain't come up like that. Exactly. But if I hear if you are amongst family, but you get a call for work and you switch that voice on, and I'm gonna say, oh, she's. So you think Carlton was fake? No, because Carlton was like that all the time. That's true. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So like, what point? At what point do we understand that we have to do that? Be able to do that switch. You know what I mean? At what point did you understand? Like from day one. So he's, <laughs> from day, I mean, I went to a school, oh. a predominantly white high school, and then I went to an HBCU. So you, you just know. It, it, in my opinion, it came naturally because I know that I don't talk even in high school. When I come home, I don't talk the same to my family as the way I talk to my white friends at school, and I don't talk in or anybody at school for that matter. Like it's just, it's different. I talk to my friends. In college, differently than I talk to my colleagues. You know what I mean? I feel my like colleagues, in my culture cultures, like, we're taught. We're taught to code switch. It's yeah, just, we're it comes taught natural. to code switch. Like, we're taught to, oh, number one, this is how you talk to the police when you get pulled over. That's why I got to talk. Like, exactly. I talk, I'm not going to, I'm going to be as proper and as respectful as I possibly can. Even when you're at the grocery store paying for your, don't, <laughs> like, just simple things. You, you're you taught to code switch. It's like part of, like, yeah. Ain't that the weirdest thing when people get pulled over by the police and they get mad and you know, the police be like, your tail light out? Your tail light really is out. You ain't got to get mad at him. Not but all the time. When I, I ain't going to lie. Anytime, anytime police officers pull behind, they ain't got to pull me over. Right. If I see them in the rear, in the rear view, right. nigga, I'm nervous. I am too. And I'm completely legit. And I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm like, please, Lord. Sometimes oh, I be thinking, like, if reasons. I just don't yeah. pull over. But now I'm completely legit. <laughs> 
sometimes like if I just don't pull over but I don't speed off like a high speed chase would they continue to follow me or would they just leave me alone like just keep driving like literally don't stop but don't be speeding but just don't stop I would keep driving but like I was like please just, just be don't. doing like 40 and the red times they, yeah the red times they do pull me over bro I'm like I call, honestly Chicago I I don't, I don't know why, but Chicago cops have been the nicest to me. Like I, I swear, they be cool. I don't never had no. See that one cop messed it Go up. Go home to Maryland, come home with a two hundred dollar ticket, pissed. Yeah, they be cool. The, Chicago. I mean, look, most police officers be cool, but like you be nervous because like I was you taught at a young, young age that like cops ain't your friend. Right. To be real, I I got I a whole different life story for that one. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah. I can't go into that. That's what I mean. Because you know my uncle a cop. Yeah. He bought the whole, tomorrow funeral, he bought the whole police force that. That's what I'm saying. You saying? I'm not, and I, and I, I know, yeah. I mean, I was told all cops aren't bad. Like, I went to the police station, I knew a couple cops, it was cool. But, like, I was told that, like, yeah. they not they not always got your best interest at heart. That's true. Right. So, like, so for me, that's that's something that I had to learn how to code switch that way. That's that's the first way, first time I learned how to code switch. Secondly, my mom worked in corporate America. She was, a, she had an admin. So, like, I go to her job and I would see how she would talk differently to her friends as opposed to she did at work. Mom don't do a big switch because she kind of proper regardless, but it's but she still does a switch. So I was like, oh, that's kind of different. I, I think I code switch when we talk about like board members. But see, like I said, my situation different. You got a lot of board people. members. I will homestead. I, I really want to talk to them how I talk to them, like for real. Well, like, you can't. Because why? You can't. Adapting to your environment. Even the, Even the... Even the black ones, though, you still got to talk to them. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's so not crazy. because it's a time and a place. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not, a, it's place. not a race code switching thing. This is a no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying though, because if yeah, I was on the board, I'm like, it's good, it's it, cracking. It's, <laughs> you know what it's not totally, but that's just, but that's you, and it's not totally indicated to race. Yeah. It's, it's just environment, period. So you just you're not that. sitting in a boardroom giving a presentation, talking how you would talk if you were telling your friends about the night before. Like or about some girl no. you just met. Like you're not doing that. So you so you think Tom more Curry. people should be like me then? I like that from you. Okay. Uh, but listen no. though, <laughs> uh, I'm saying, uh, yeah, you you got a code switch because you know you get around the hood. You got a code switch. You get around the hood. You got more saying. hood too. That's right. what I'm saying. Like I, if somebody if somebody from work that never seen me outside of work seen me in my the hood environment I go to, they'd be think I was a completely different person. I still keep the same morals and values and same way of talking, mm-hmm. but my language is completely different. Even some of my work friends that I added on Snapchat, like, they they knew me as Kara at work, and then they added me on Snapchat, and they were like, you're just a totally different person on Snapchat. I'm like, no, that's me all the time. I'm a totally different person here. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's nothing. You know Y'all what's crazy? They don't say that about me. They're like, you yeah, like that? Because you, you all the time, Malcolm Extra. But I, I turn up a little bit extra, extra when I'm. Your turn up is different if you go to Fremont as opposed to you go to Diamond. Because man, ain't nobody at Fremont really trying to get free. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> For real though, they still like stuck in that box. I'm like, let's turn this month up. But Fremont brunch though. Fremont brunch be lit. Shout out it to Sam to put me on it that. Depends on the day though. Lit though, for real, like. It depends. And you, you need some money to go up in there too. Yeah, six dollars a head for sure. They hit me over the head. Yeah, over the head. <laughs> you better come in there and sip off at somebody else's mimosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that about that. Thirty dollars at the door. Okay, everybody. So we come to the end of the show, and we're gonna start a new tradition. Every time we have a special guest on, we can get an opportunity to bring up one of our previous topics and get a viewpoint on it. Hey, hey, did you run that by me? 
Um, like I said, what we're going to do is we're going to give them a chance to give their viewpoints on one of our previous topics. Kind of, if you, if you got a problem with it, you got to just deal with it. So, Kiera. What else they going to do? They're going to tell us how good our show is, right? Yeah, and then also at the end, at the very end, they're going to tell us about, you know, their viewpoints on the show, things they liked about the show, how they figured, if they listened to the show, how much they enjoyed it, or things they want to see differently. And, and if you don't say nothing good, you're getting blocked. You're getting chopped up. Just like r only blocked me on Facebook. Yep, and we still got beef with them. Yeah, so here, what's what's one of the previous topics we didn't cover in the previous show that you wish you could vote give us your opinion on? The topic of who is ex- who is more pressured to perform during grown people's Ah, that's that TTAU episode. Let's get it. TTAU. The man is definitely expected to is more pressured to perform because at the end of the day, like Preach, preacher. If you don't we're going to talk about you like a dog. Dog. If it's little, we're going to talk about you like a dog. Little if you daddy. whack, we're going to talk about you like a dog. You ain't stroking right. If you right. act like the 40-year-old virgin, we're going to talk like you a dog. You ain't tearing that talk ass up. You. So, yeah, definitely the man. I'm trying to tell you. But, okay, so so, so this is this is my viewpoint, I think. This is a couple episodes ago, so I might have forgot. But, like, <laughs> but this is my viewpoint. That I agree, the guy does have a lot of pressure. But if a woman is whack, that's even worse than a dude being whack. It's really because I know so whoa, many whoa, whoa, whoa. women that How literally... How can a woman be whack, though? If I put... Exactly. I mean, if I like, think... <laughs> first of all, the, the difference is... No, what? Women... Men don't talk like women do. If you wait, no, no, we, we probably going to tell the oh, difference. I mean, y'all we do. Definitely do. <laughs> we definitely do. <laughs> y'all do, but y'all not telling like... Brad. I ain't saying women tell the world, but women tell the world. Brad, like, my drink could get hard. Why not? That thing's like... I'm, I'm telling them why. Like, Brad, I had over. I'm about to tell that thing out. But you're telling your best friend there, right? I'm telling... I tell everybody every day. I'm definitely going... Okay, well, that's just you, Michael Maxwell. But... but I mean, dudes talk, but we keep it more cool. We don't be like... But I think women are a lot more open about it. And again, like, if you act, we're going to talk about you like a dog. That's so, a question. You're going to be on the show room. Even if, even if girls talking about it like a dog, like, it's, it's, it's some girls that still want to find out for themselves. And then some dudes that's going to be like, yeah. I was whack, but I still hit that, though. I, me. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I hate that men had the opportunity to even claim that. Because at the end of the day, women can say the same thing. But they don't have the same impact. It's exactly. Double, and that's that bullshit. It's a double standard. It's, that's it's, that bullshit. No, it's not. Double standard. Like, right. Is it? it is what it is. That's that bullshit. You should wait till you hear uh, another show we got. It's going to be very mm. raunchy and controversial. Mm, I'll tell I, you off here. Mm, no, but you I won't know, be here. Listen, I'm glad you voiced your opinion about that. I agree. You didn't add that not only does he have the most pressure when they're having sex, but leading up to it, even in dating, picking out what we're doing in the conversation. She just off air, she just said, if you buy me a drink, I ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get my number. That's pressure, because you still gotta talk to her to still get the you number. You gonna get a number, just not mine. You petty. Yeah, that's why I don't buy women when? drinks in the club. It is what it is. If you got in for free, you thought you was going to drink for free? Dudes don't get in for free, though. Well, what y'all got in. So, you, so no, that's your point. Effect. If you got in for free, which girls do, you think you're going to drink free, too? What you expect? Damn right. <laughs> do, do you see what I'm saying? It's so, called chivalry, okay? No, no. Chivalry is Open when I take you out on a date to Burger King. Open the door. Putting out the chair, Burger King. They got booze. After I done <laughs> waited in line, 
beat my face, got dressed, stood up in these heels for however long in line. That's your the, problem. That's in line for the club. Wait, hold on. And you think I'd have done all that and spent all that money to come in here and you come in here with Jordans and some jeans on and you ain't gonna buy me a drink? What club we talking about? If you. You know what? That's we should Niggas do that Listen. Stop it. I, yeah. I don't like wearing Jordan to the club like that. Tell bar I mean, you shouldn't, but niggas come into the club at anything I, these days. I mean, it depends. Like, I wear a pair of 11s with a blazer, a t shirt, and some jeans to like a lounge. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, but you still got the other stuff. Um, but y'all can do that any day of the week, but we can't just go out looking any kind of way. To, I know I'm not going out looking any kind of way. I don't care if it's a lounge, if it's a bar or whatever. Like, I'm not. I mean, can I, I said a blazer. That's, I wish I'd go back in time. I mean, but you, had, you what, said 11. How women are being taught. Like, it's a conversational piece. If I buy you a drink, we're having this conversation. I'm talking exactly. to you. Exactly. So you want to talk to me? So buy me a drink. Don't okay, come up I am. To me if you're so not we talking and we vibe and you laugh. If you laugh three times, you definitely. Honestly, you lucky me. if I'm even on the floor with the general admission folks. Like, I'm not just going to be standing out here with Ooh, these random people. She want no people with that. She got a little money. No, I just food. feel like I'm just at a point. In my life and at an age where like I'm not just finna be standing out here looking crazy waiting for somebody to buy me a drink. No, I'm being somebody's section or my own with so I can pour myself my own drink. Well, or you can pour me a drink out of your bottle. Well dang listen. I'm just saying. Listen, that's another conversation we gotta close the show out. <laughs> I just wanna say this. I'm I'm not with the whole buying bottles at the section. That's just a special occasion. They overpriced that joint. The broke ones never are. So it, it ain't being broke. <laughs> I ain't buying drinks. I'm married, so I, <laughs> I mean you would do it for your wife, but I'm, wait not, a I'm, not, I'm not buying her a drink. That's another topic about the money topic I'm, we're talking about. I'm not buying we got one bank account, so it's not me buying her a drink. Right, we but I'm saying a, a bottle. They want a bottle of Hennessy, 180. Who want a bottle of Hennessy? You buying a bottle of Hennessy? We can get to a section. Okay, yeah, yeah. You see a 180 compared to when you go to the the store? But if it's 10 of y'all, that's $18 a piece. Like, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't want to spit that. They want you to pay for it. Yeah. Who? You talking about women? Women want you to buy a whole bottle for them? No, I no, I don't. No, we're not doing She don't that. care how the bottle being bought. But she Exactly. Goes, like, yeah, I don't she care who bought that it. the dude bought the bottle. Like, so dude be surrounded and being stunned. Like, I buy three bottles, whatever. I'm like, okay, take a little drug money, do what you got to do. But listen, Jay-Z album. Don't tell, tell, tell you. Credit. Credit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. And I'm getting to that age. I gotta have my money for stuff that's like that. Yeah. But like I be feeling so stupid if I buy my own drink at a club. Like I hate it. I'm ready to go. As soon as I so did, if I make it, I'm you and think I'm you're good enough to, for somebody to buy you a drink every time? You cute, but you ain't all that. First of don't, all, don't get it twisted. You. <laughs> like if I'm I'm literally like taking my time even getting to the bar because I'm like I'm not I don't want to pay for my own drink. Why am I gonna pay for my own drink? I'm a woman. Hey, she, she something else. <laughs> she on a different level. I'm like, just saying. And she ain't giving out no number though. She like if, I, if I'm out with my like, even if I'm out with like just my girlfriends and we ain't really trying to be bothered like that, then I'm gonna buy my own. I'm gonna buy my girlfriend drink whatever. It's her birthday, cool. But if like no. so, so tell. I gotta say this before we close the show. So if a dude that's ugly to you approach you. He see you looking good, and he attracted to you, and he want to buy you a drink. You definitely give him the fake number. If he ain't got the opportunity to get the real number at all, it don't matter what he say. Why are you letting him buy you a drink? I don't understand that. Because I want a drink. 
Brad, close the show out. <laughs> Brad, close the show out. Please close the show out. Hold on, before we close the show out, you know, we also want to give Kiera, say thank you for show, coming on the episode. We appreciate it. We're going to give a round of applause. So I'm telling you, gonna, we appreciate you, know, stepping in. That wasn't me clapping. Stepping in. That's me clapping. <laughs> we appreciate you stepping in, coming in. Uh, you got anything you want to say about the show? Any kind of feedback you want to give us? The show is dope. I think it's a good mix of opinions and the moderation from Brad is really good to kind of keep the, the conversation flowing and keep it on task. But overall, the show is dope. Time out. I'm going to keep listening. You not just going to say Brad's name. Like, he just the only person. Like, And Malcolm Extra Cool, too. He brings a good ba- I said a good balance of opinions. Give me my credit. You. This is why Kanye's going crazy. People don't give him his credit. I give think, me my credit. I think Kanye's a full, a full episode topic. <laughs> we not thinking Kanye right now. I think Malcolm Extra is the the, the Charlemagne the God of the show. He he's good. I'm Charlemagne God. Charlemagne God is me. He don't want to step in my world. Yeah, I'm that type of dude. Do you have a book? So and a nationally syndicated radio show. Yeah, you just oh. don't know. Oh okay, it's coming. I got a book coming too. <laughs> All right, we waiting on it. Hey, before we close it out, shout out to our uh, co-host. You know, say hope you're doing your thing. Get back. You know what I'm saying? You know I miss uh, arguing with you. I gotta set you straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, everybody. Once again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we can always be reached at commonculturepodcast.com, uh, as well as Instagram and Twitter, both coming out. So And send, send Brad Jones some congratulations on his new baby next week. Is baby coming, y'all? <laughs> All right, everybody, and we out.